Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast, where we dive, where we dove, we <laughs> dove. every episode of Sex in the City. We did the two movies we've covered, and just like that, now we're one and two, one and two. Now we are dipping a toe into some fresh new waters, and we'll we'll get to that in a bit. We do just want to give a bit of a production update. After this episode, for those of you who are not behind the paywall, there is going to be a little break um, as we discover sort of what the next bit of this podcast is. We've got to do some rebranding, given Mm -hmm. the fact that we're at the end of our Sex and the City journey and our current imagery is very Sex and the City (laughs) forward. (laughs) So it would just be a while to like, yeah, we'll, we'll still be under the same auspice of shortcomings. So don't go unsubscribing and looking for us anywhere else. Yeah, we'll just have, we'll just look different. We'll just look a little different. We'll still be analyzing the shortcomings. And you know what I want to point out to everyone who in our reviews who are like, this podcast is so fucking negative. They hate it. It is called shortcomings. It is. It is like the essential premise. And just be like, I love everything about this show. But at the very basic premise of the title, we are pointing out the shortcomings of this show. It's named after an episode of Sex and the City. I also don't think people really realize that. No, I think most people know that. I think they're not. Yeah, I think most people know that because we mentioned it a ton at the beginning. But I think they're not looking at it as we chose that as like, we are going to analyze this show and Mm -hmm. knock it apart. And so everyone who's like, negative, negative, negative. I'm like, look, guys. It's in the title, baby. So the title will remain the same. Of it. But we will be doing new things, and we just need a little time to get that together, to get our little selves over to some website that'll give us new imagery. Canva. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dot org. Um, but if you still want to hear from us, you can join us over on patreon.com slash shortcomings podcast you'll get bonus ep- i guess they won't be bonus episodes for a bit they'll yeah. just be episodes you know but maybe you'll get more than one maybe we'll pop in and out maybe we'll give you like a monday shorty then give you that traders recap which is all i'm living for yeah it's all Fridays. i've been thinking about so you know if you want to hear from us and look we're not sure how long the hiatus will be i'm gonna say it's not gonna be shorter than two weeks but not longer than four right so, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> so, <laughs> <three just>, weeks. <laughs> so while I can't give you any more information than that, mm-hmm. that is when we'll be back in a month at the latest. Yeah. Yeah. E- even if we don't have new um, imagery, we'll just pop back up and maybe just start covering Sex in the City again. Just <laughs> right from the top, you know? Right. Roll it back. Um, and so, again, that's just... If you are going to miss us, which I'm sure you will for a month, this is a great month to check us out over on Patreon. We have an upcoming Zoom call, I believe, on Thursday, February 9th? 8th, yeah. 8th? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, hmm, Will I be taking that from New York? (laughs) Perhaps. A hotel room. I'm not 100% sure, but, you know, it would not be the first time I've just been in a hotel room. Never forget when I was in a San Francisco hotel and just wiped myself with sweat on a <laughs> a large um what you, like um curtain yeah the curtain it was, it was simply too hot in that room mm-hmm. um 
And that was fun. So Patreon, 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 if you still want to hear from us, it hardly seems possible that we're at the end of this journey. Mm -hmm. And yet here we are. Now, I did want to give a brief update before we start of something I discovered. Okay. So, uh, you know, I have not traveled internationally in quite some time. And so I was like, I need to renew my passport. And then I was like, I don't know where it is. Mm -hmm. And I also don't know when the last time I got it. And I don't know if I ever even had it. (laughs) So it seems I need to start this process from scratch. Scratch. So I went over to ustravel.gov. And it was like, well, you need to prove you're a U.S. citizen. And I was like, well, fuck if I know where my birth certificate is. (laughs) And fuck if my mother knows, you know. (laughs) Now, I'll give you this. I went over to a site then that forwarded me just called like vitalrecords.com, which seemed fake as hell. Yeah, that that doesn't feel real. I'll tell you that birth certificate arrived within five seconds. Like, I expect legit. It's legit. I thought the government was like, this is going to take 97 weeks. Wow. They'll get you that birth certificate right quick at Vital Records. And then I was like, they'll get you this, they'll get you that. So in that way, I completely trust the government. Whoever's running Vital Records, they've got their finger in the pulse and should be running this country. (laughs) But then I opened it. And I said, now that's not a time I remember what I'm seeing there at 7.55 p.m. I said, well, now what is that? It's not a time I remember plugging into a chart. I don't remember plugging that into Coastal. But then it was like so long ago that I was like, who knows? But I was like, I swear there was an AM behind that when I plugged it in. (laughs) I was like, well, I've always been a morning person. So was it the time that was wrong? Or like, was it an AM? Not the date. No, no, no. No, I know. I'm saying the time. Like, was it like a completely wrong time or did you just get the AM PM switched? I think it was an AM PM situation. But again, I'm not 100 percent sure. As I told Mm -hmm. my friend Amanda, you know, my new Pedro Almodovar movie is is my family told me it's just like bad one on the fire. It's (laughs) (laughs) who gives a shit? And so I went over to... Now, here's what I'll say. I remember back in the day, there was, like, one astrology website. Mm -hmm. I typed in just, like, what's your chart? 98 million websites popped up. Some of them you had to pay for. Mm -hmm. Some of you... And, like, I don't know what this means for CoStar. I'm not sure you can start a new there. I'm going to need to, like, make a new email address. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, how do you update it? Uh, Yeah, I feel like that information, like, I signed, like, a blood pact with them. A blood oath. I'm in with CoStar. They're like, you can't update this baby boy. Yeah. So once I finally found a site that felt reputable, because I was like, no, this one looks janky as hell. Some look crazy. <laughs> it was like, Some look I'm like from 2001. No, none of the information I'm putting in is proprietary or like worthy of being stolen. But it's I was dumb. like, this isn't worth my goddamn time. This astrology.co.uk backslash garbage file. I'm not putting my information in this shit. No. <laughs> But you have to surf through, like, a lot of them before you find one that looks reputable. Wow. Then I finally did, and I thought, okay, this one's a beauty. It's, like, well laid out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have, like, a woman in a witch's hat, like, with her tongue out. Like, yeah. I'm going to tell you secrets. <laughs> it's like, ma'am, no. Okay? I need yeah. this to look scientific. Yeah. So I threw it in. And, you know, you mm-hmm. see some stuff. You see Sagittarius. 
that you're going to get because it's just like, you know, that's a basic date of, you know, month and date. Mm-hmm. Then things went cattywampus. When I looked down and saw Moon Taurus, I was like, huh, that's in the wrong position. I'm supposed to be over there and rising. Then I'm seeing, okay, now this is where I get confused with astrology. Then I'm seeing like House and Capricorn, Venus and this. Oh, now, yeah. People who get into that, I'm like, okay, guys, we've gone too far. Me. <laughs> I'm like, guys, just know your top three. Yeah. And move on. Venus is important, though. Oh, is that? So maybe I'll go back and look at that. Is that the only important one? Because there were like 90, hundred of them. I mean, that's the one I think is the most interesting because it's relationships, like how you are in relationships. I'm like, sure mine is like dead at this Mine is Sagittarius or, and that's, well, oof, yikes. Good luck with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then, so, and I'll tell you, ascending, rising was quite down the page. I had to scroll for quite some time. That's weird. No, I scrolled. And I thought I was going to see left and right. There it was going to be Scorpio. Now, of course, I was already thrown because Taurus had moved. Mm-hmm. So I guess in some ways I knew I was going to get something new. But I guess I was like, maybe it'll still be Taurus. Maybe and my it'll moon, just be flopped. Or maybe my moon is just what's fucked up. Or maybe they're flopped and I've just been saying it wrong all these years. Right. No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> my eyes bugged out of my head when I saw three little letters. And this is the problem with that sign. The fact that it doesn't even have the dignity of more than three letters. It Does it? Mean. It's not like Leonardo. It is simply Leo. <laughs> I thought, uh-oh. Yeah. But then everything clicked in. It's like the truth. You know it when you hear it. Mm. And I've always thought that Scorpio was sitting there like, what is that? Well, As my moon. I've always been like, why? And well, how? When you texted me and told me the news, I well, I texted like, everyone furiously. It was like ninety seven million suddenly, texts like, went out. It was like the world was spinning around me, and then it just like went into like focus. Yeah, and we were no longer children. No, we lost like Carrie Diaries. We lost our innocence. It was a moment in time I'll never forget. I was crouched up on a comfy <laughs> chair in a fetal position. Yeah. Rocking myself how? as I realized, wow, I've lived long enough to see myself become what I hate and what how I've always been. How do you feel been. about it? Like, how do you feel about being a Leo? Does it make, like, total well, sense to you? Well, it doesn't feel like, like, well, first and foremost, and this is, shout out to all the Leos, they wouldn't even claim this. They're like, okay, buddy, you're rising. Don't come. You know how they are. You know how those Leos are. They're not going to, like, they're not going to fully claim me. They know. They're like, buddy, stay where you're at. You're right. Yeah. Whereas you know the Sagittarius, it's like very welcoming. The yeah, we're like an open door policy. Like if you want to be in this muck in the mess and the mire mm-hmm. over here, come <laughs> yeah. on in. Leo's, it's like. He ain't one of us, sweetie. Yeah. Like, I feel like they really look down on Moon. Like at least they'll maybe, maybe they'd pal around with me because I'm like rising. Like I'm trying to get in. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but Moon, I Leo's feel right in. Let us know. But I feel like Moon, they'd be like, mm, come on. You know this happened to Gracie, too. Just lies about her birthday She time? thought she was a triple cancer. And the day that she found out, I think she's a, a Leo she rising. She is, because she reached out to me last night. And I said, I don't think I replied, because I went to bed early. I went to bed at 845. I said, I got to take to bed. This but is... it was a similar moment, like, where she was like, oh, everything makes sense now. Yeah, it was, this is so right and so wrong. So I'm looking within. I'm mm-hmm. 
you know, taking a look at the man in the mirror. And it's all clicking. Is there like a part of like when you read the like description that you were like, yeah, that's well, none of it was positive. It was like loud, obnoxious. Oh, yeah. What did it say? Like noisy, noisy, (laughs) like always trying to get in something. And then it was oddly like really cares about their hair. Oh, yeah, that was weird. (laughs) It's like, huh. And I guess I do get my hair cut every three weeks religiously, but I've never thought about it beyond that. In fact, today when filling out my passport application, I simply had to ask a colleague, what color is my hair? <laughs> and my eyes. What I was do like, you say when you're bald? Well, I'm not, I have hair. No, 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 I know. But like, like now it got me thinking, like when people are bald, like. Well, you have a hair say? color. You just no longer have hair on your head. But so then why does it matter? If you don't I, have hair. Well, I don't know why I your passport. Like bald should be an option. It was, it, mm, I don't think it was. I don't think it is. Either, but I but think I the think photo should. you also apply with would tell that tale. True. So I guess you could go off eyebrows too. Yeah, like you still have hair. Yeah, on your body. never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, unless you're like, like, all like identity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no. But yeah, I wasn't tapped into my hair or eye color or my rising sign. Wow. So. And your Taurus moon. Well, that clicked. I mean, the Taurus has always oh, well, just been. The Taurus, when you lounge in your robes and decadence. Ro- and oh, never not ordering things. It's where all my decadence comes from. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is how the world sees me. So it's actually even better that it's over there in Moon. It makes so much sense. As just like someone who's just spending money frivolously. Someone who bought a leather traveler bag that he'll use once a year. Okay, but it's gorgeous. It wasn't cheap. Ugh, it looked beautiful. And I did get a matching top get bag that uh, I also have personalized. <laughs> Added another $50 to the order. But... For a monogram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured, why not? The button was right there. If it, hey, if it's right there and it's easy I'm to do. I'm the though. person who's made for like that last, like, add this to cart. Yes, please. Oh, do you? does it get you when you're like, in if you're shopping in person, those last minute items, like right before you get to the register, those no. last like little goodies? Like candy? No. No, not candy, but like sometimes when you're standing there, they get you with those like mini lotions or potions. No, but I don't do much shopping in person. Oh, okay. You're online. Yeah. Got it. So... That's where I am. How are you? You know, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm working through some things. I'm such as <laughs> such as mental health and, you know, wellness and tranquility. Mm. So I have that. I also have a date later, so I'm excited to go on that. Um later yeah. today or tomorrow? Today. What time? 7. Okay. So let's um, you know, keep pushing through here. <laughs> You know, we can't be here forever, you know, guys. Chris, I don't know how much there is to say about the carry days. There's either nothing or there's everything to say. Well, we'll get there. I did <laughs> just want to touch on, because today was, you know, a high holiday in my home. And I am remiss that I actually missed it, because I'm so busy at work right now. But today was the Oscar nominations. Um, and the internet is a fucking buzz. Well. I've never seen people so upset over something that was never going to happen. <laughs> I was so angry this morning when I woke up and saw that Greta Gerwig was not nominated for Best Director. But why would she be? No, of course she was nominated for DGA, the Director's Guild. 
And that is usually a major precursor to the Oscars. But for the last few years, they've been getting more international. And um, frankly, I would not say Barbie is a particularly well-directed movie. I disagree. I also, like, I'm taking into account, like, that she, like, wrote the movie. She like And she's ha- nominated for writing. I know, but, like, I just feel she well, did I'd such a great job. I'd argue she's <laughs> Hmm. I, sure I was just I'd really disappointed because I just feel like we've nominated men for way less. But way there less. are the, wait no, there's only one woman nominated. Mm-hmm. The guy who directed Zone of Interest, it's a guy, isn't yeah. it? But yeah, the girl that did Anatomy of a Fall or something. Yeah, Anatomy, yeah. which is a people better, liked it. It is a better. I would. I, I would seen it, but hate to say this, but I do think those five movies are better directed than Barbie. I just think also it's just like the way uh, like Greta's not nominated, Margot's not nominated, but then like Ryan Gosling is nominated. And I just think that that was like a moment where people were like, are you fucking right? I don't think he should have been nominated either. Right. It's just like crazy to me. And while I'm so as an ugly Betty Stan, I'm so happy to be able to say Academy Award nominee America Ferreira. I also don't agree. I don't think she should have been nominated. I don't think she was good in that movie. (laughs) I thought she was great in it. But I don't think it was... It wasn't like a Tour de France like performance. You mean Force. Force. <laughs> tour de Force. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you. I don't think... Yeah, so, I don't know. It just was a bummer. And then Greta Lee not nominated for Past Lives. Like, did you see Past Lives? No, but everyone's upset about it. Yeah, but for someone who hasn't seen it, maybe pipe down. Yeah, but everyone's like, <laughs> like enraged. Yeah, but and I'm going with the I'm a sheeple. I feel like Greta <laughs> Lee should be nominated. Because I know that movie like really touched a lot of people. Another thing I'd say, well, is she not another place where I would say the writing is her is the the plus of that movie. So let's just make sure she was nominated for best write screenplay. 2024 Oscar nominations. Cause if she wasn't nominated for that, that's where I would say. We've gone cattywampus and just need to, like, really get to some things. No, she... Oh, wait, you know what? Apology. She did not write it. Oh, I thought she did. Celine's, Celine's song wrote it. Well, the writing is the strongest part of that movie. Oh, wait, is Greta Lee the actress or the director? The actress. Yeah, I wouldn't have nominated her for Best Actress either. Wow. I thought she was good, but not great. Do you I think Carrie Mulligan was better in Maestro. <laughs> Father, I also think heaven. Bradley Cooper being nominated is crazy. Well, <laughs> everyone's like this movie is terrible. Um, I wouldn't say that everyone feels that way. It universally got really good reviews. Really? I think, yeah, I mean, if you look at its um. What is that website called where it Rotten aggregates? Tomatoes? Yeah, like if you look at its critic review, mm-hmm. it's just not a um. It's not a movie that I think was meant was ever going to be liked by a sort of mass audience, mm-hmm. which is interesting that it would ultimately be on Netflix so that it was overconsumed by people who it is not for. Mm-hmm. So then you had like people's grandparents watching Maestro, like it's so long and boring. Whereas if it had just remained in a sort of art housey cinema, then I think people would have been like let it get away with like being sort of meandering and boring. I am mm-hmm. very happy he was not nominated for Best Director. We need to keep... Although, I guess if we nominated him, he'd stop directing. Maybe. 
Did you hear what happened with the text? <laughs> Rob oh, Lowe. Uh, that story was idiotic. It was, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that. Like he texted Bradley Cooper congratulating him, but he really meant to text Robert Downey Jr. I'm like, how do you even get those two names mixed up? I know, but I was like, first of all, why are you telling this story? Second of all, why is everyone reposting it like it's the funniest thing they've ever heard? I think it's more of just like another just, knife in the in the heart for Bradley. Like, I don't know. Because he looked just, devastated when he lost. Like, it was like a whole thing. Well, he's, he should be excited because he's going to be devastated again when Maestro goes home empty-handed, as it should. Yeah. Um... You know, I was very upset that we didn't get nominations for Dominic Sessa. I was really mm-hmm. holding out for him for Best Supporting Actor. He's so good in The Holdovers, but he's got a, well, well, he is a white man. He's a straight white man, so he's got a very bright future. Will we figure <laughs> out what to do with Divine Joey Randolph? Most likely no. But will we give him probably a TV show a la The Bear in a year? Yes. He'll be in a in a like high end campaign soon. Yeah, oh, he'll be sporting a Gucci coat mm-hmm. next to Dorit. Yeah, in five to seven days. And then I was, you know, still disappointed that we didn't have nominations for. And this was a long shot. My beloved Rachel McAdams, who I thought was amazing, and Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Mm. My one of my favorite performances of the year. And then I was really hoping that Taraji P Henson would somehow squeak in for Best Supporting Actress. In lieu of America Ferreira, because of how much her um, press tour has gotten all of this attention. Mm-hmm. So I, but they just didn't really go the for the color purple. purple. Yeah, I was going to say, were just they one really nomination not- for Danielle Brooks, who's great and fantastic. But again, if I had to knock someone out, I'd knock Carrie Mulligan out and put in Fantasia Barina. I was going to say, put in Fantasia, yeah. Um, and of course, you know, I'm sure you're upset that that movie that was never going to be nominated for anything, Iron Claw. Oh. was in fact nominated for I did have a nothing. moment. I did have a moment. Like, I was like, how can it not be nominated for anything? Because it wasn't that good. And it it's not an so Oscar movie. good. I know. But, like, I just, I think I just felt so emotionally attached to it. Because, like, seeing Zac Efron, like, start in High School Musical and then kind of, like, work his way into this movie and, like, do so amazing in it, like, was just nice Right, so you see. have to imagine that the average Academy voter does not care about his journey from Troy Bolton to drug addict to iron claw. I understand totally. But like in my heart and my mind, like I was holding out hope. So like the movie wasn't that great. Will he be at the Oscars? Do you think? Hmm. He can go, I guess if he really wants to. Right. Like that's what I mean. Like, are they invited? Um, I don't really know how that works. I mean, you're not invited if you're nominated or presenting, He's not a past winner. He has nothing to do there. But I'm sure if his publicist, if he wanted to go, his publicist could get him a ticket. Mm-hmm. But who would want to just sit there for four hours and listen to Jimmy Kimmel? Like, Me. No, award shows seem miserable. I just want to look like pretty and look at all the famous people. Then, of course, I was very happy for Divine and Danielle Brooks. Mm-hmm. Very happy B. Coops wasn't nominated for Best Director. I just think we need to keep that going. I enjoyed the fact that he wasn't nominated for Star is Born. Love the fact that he wasn't nominated for Maestro. And, and well, I guess I was going to say until he explicitly comes out as gay, but I guess, like, is Maestro not 
as tacit and understanding that that's what we're like doing coming here. out yeah. like then, as i've been saying since day one and then very happy for sterling k brown who was Mm-mm. And a small part in American fiction, but I thought was really great. And speaking of him, because he plays a gay man in American fiction, but is not in real life. Shout out to Coleman Domingo. Very happy about his nomination as the only second openly gay man to be nominated for playing an openly gay person. So great job, Academy. Toodle. In like 98 years. Yeah, that's crazy. And at the same time. It's February or March. I think they're like in March, probably, because they Got this it. is they usually have about a month and a, a month of voting, so they'll have the whole yeah. month of February to vote. Um, and uh, shout oh. out to Charles Melton, Academy nomination less. So that CW two nomination pipeline didn't work out for him. It didn't. I hope he attends. Like I hope, like the people that now that is someone who would like, attend because his movie potentially is like, pre- well, it's only nominated for one. So well, at least it's nominated. Yeah, it is now an Academy Award nominated movie. Will it win? Let's see, best writing original screen. No, who's it up against? Anatomy, Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Maestro, May December, and Past Lives. I think that's The Holdovers to lose uh-huh. or Anatomy of a Fall. Which I didn't actually like that much, but I thought Sandra Hewler was amazing. People really liked that movie. And wow, I don't think Greta Gerwig's going to win this Oscar. And it sort of sucks that if she wins, she has to share it with her partner. So it's not even like she gets it. I know. Um, Who is she up against? American Fiction, who I think will win. Oppenheimer, which very well could win. Mm -hmm. Poor Things, which whatever i don't know and why then, i'm so turned off by that movie and then zone of interest well i'm surprised they didn't nominate um they really went for zone of interest which i didn't which i thought do you know what it's about Mm-mm. it's a fascinating premise it's about like a not no i should know if this is i'm sure this is based off of real life okay a man who is basically running auschwitz is living next door to it and the complacency in which they can feel his family can live next door to these atrocities. And it sort of speaks to how, like, I mean, isn't that what we're sort of living in right now? Just we all are waking up every day used Mm -hmm. to these atrocities and letting them happen around us. Damn. Out of our, like, complacency. Um, So that's the zone of interest. (laughs) Um. Yeah, a much more I serious movie. So I want to be very clear that, and then you've got American fiction taking on like the role of the black artist in modern, like w- the modern life. I don't know that Barbie's monologue. I don't think Barbie's. I don't, I don't think or like Barbie. Oppenheimer taking on like World War II and our global perspective on like whether or not we should be interventionists. I don't think Barbie should. I, I don't think Barbie is gonna is going to. Um, I don't think that feminist. I don't think, I don't think that feminist one hundred and one rant. Is enough. I don't think old Alan is bringing that Oscar home for her. Yeah, I don't think. Maybe, though, but it'll be a tough, that'll be well, a tough win. win well, Billie like, Eilish will win. You know, they song. tend to go for, like, peppy or funner songs, so I could see them going for I'm Just Ken. Really? The last few years, they've really gone, other than when she won for that, um, what is that man's name? He's always running James around Bond? in suits. Yes. <laughs> When she won for that James Bond song. Yeah. 
And that was a tough year because she beat Beyonce. But then I was like, well, this tennis song also sucks. Oh, that was that year. Yeah, great performance, though. It almost made me think she's such a good performer. She can make you think songs are good. <laughs> she's it's like every time she performs Diva, I'm like, this is a great song that I listen to. It, and I'm like, this is literally one of the stupidest songs ever written. <laughs> It's not the best. Or Grace was sure. once like, I love brown skin, brown skin girl. And I was like, you mean that TED Talks disguised as a song? I don't think we should be rewarding that behavior. And I love that love that woman more than God's green earth. Yeah. There she is. There but, she is right behind us looking over us. Yeah, always. Um. All right. So that's sort of early Oscar reactions. I'm sure I'll have more to say shocked and confused by these Nyad nominations, but I always support Annette Bening. Um, but I don't know what I've never even heard of this movie. I'd never heard of this woman. It's just about an elderly woman who swam from like, I don't even know where I watched the whole movie, but I was like, why is this a story? Just because she's old and swimming? She swam from like... Oh, and like that channel... I don't even know, like from, I want to say Cuba to Florida, but that doesn't seem, I don't think that's very far. I would rather watch a documentary about that than an act, like a movie movie. And I watched the whole movie and I thought, this is a movie for my boss. I literally was like, I don't know why I'm (laughs) finishing this. I don't like this. This is boring. Why is Annette Bening doing this to me? My mother. Wow. Um, but always happy for her, and um, one day Natalie what? Portman will pay for having her Oscar. What do you feel about Leo not being nominated? Because I know people had feelings about it. Okay, I don't think anyone really cared. I just think it's like one of those things people are always like. He wasn't very. He wasn't very present in that movie, and it's a strange role. Right. I no. I agree with you for sure. I was. So just I don't curious. think he was always on the bubble. Like I don't Got think it. he was ever like a. A number one. And by the way, these are going to be the most boring Oscars because I can tell you what everything is going to win. In fact, the only races are sort of in writing, which, like, I care about that. But the general Oscar watcher is like, is it going to be Barbie or American fiction? I don't see them getting off on that. But it's like all the top acting awards, we know who's going to win. Best director is going to be Christopher Nolan. Mm -hmm. Has he won an Oscar? Mm -mm. Got it. And he shouldn't. But you know what? Give him one. Remember when he, he tried to me. remember when he tried to kill us during the pandemic and made us go see that movie about time travel? Tenet. He was like, "This movie can <laughs> only be seen in movie theaters," and was like, "Sir, we're at the yeah. height. It is the, the height of the pandemic." Yeah. Well, of course, I did go see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Masked up. I sat in a theater with one other person who was my friend Jack, who sat five seats for me, and screamed because he was late. What's this movie about? And I said, "I don't know." And then we left, and I continued to say, I did not understand that, and I wish I had not risked my life and limb to see that. (laughs) Now, speaking of risking life and limb, shall we get into the Carrie Diaries? (laughs) Yes. Now, I gotta tell you right up top, I loved it. Chris! (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) Guys, I'm in. I almost, if we hadn't had to hit record, I would have rolled a right in episode two. Are you? I'm gonna buy it so that I don't have to sit through commercials. I've already looked it up on Amazon. Are you insane? I loved it. 
No, look, I have my complaints, okay? I'm not saying... Chris, I was about to text you, no. and like I was about to just be like, I'm so fucking angry we have to watch this. No, look, it was interminable. It went on forever. Chris, so much happened in one episode. The it premiere. Seemed, I thought it... I, I thought it was a movie. Until, I thought I had skipped into like episode five. I was like, how long have I been watching this? It was... But at almost everything I got... dot com. Man, I can't go back to that site. Now, do you want to know what I saw a little trailer for on the oh, CW? Oh, I saw it too. Now, I, saw- I don't know if we talked about this on the main podcast. I don't know if we talked about this on a bonus episode. I don't know if we yeah. talked about this on mic at all. <laughs> or ever. But, you know, at one point we had a lengthy conversation, or we didn't, about the premiere date of Amazon's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mm-hmm. And we said, for a show coming out in seemingly two weeks. We thought it was a movie. We thought it was a movie. I knew it was a TV show. Did you I? did? No. no. I might not you, you said it came out in you said it oh, came yeah, out in Oh, yeah, I December. swear I saw it. I was like, not only. Not on, no, I was yeah. like, I read the reviews in the New York Times. It got terrible mm-hmm. reviews. It came and went. It flopped. Yeah, you were like, Sam, it flopped. No one saw it. Only to find out it has not come out and it's a TV show. And... <laughs> And then you and I were like, wait, when does it come out? And you said... Two weeks. February 9th. It is yep. coming out in two like, weeks. I haven't seen a single press anything. So to be sitting watching the Carrie Diaries on my cell phone and to have bopped away for a second and then to hear Donald Glover, I ran over and said, uh-oh, yeah. this is where they're advertising this. com On an old episode of the Carrie Diaries? <laughs> But wow, I gotta tell you, I loved it. I'm in. The Carrie Diaries or the I'm, show? No, I did not care for that trailer, what I saw. Okay, okay, but the it Carrie looked, Diaries. Every, almost everything in the Carrie Diaries pilot worked for me. Other than the fact that it was 98 minutes long. You don't other think your dad talks like he's oh, in like a porno? Okay, I have to say, I did not care for everything happening in that home. I did not like no, what did, was going on there. The father, I have simply written here my first note, Billy Chambers is Carrie's dad. Now, if you don't remember him, Billy Chambers was our season one and two villain on Scandal. Oh my God. So to see Billy Chambers taking on Carrie Bradshaw, I was like, whoa. Taking on baby Carrie Bradshaw. I was like, last I saw I him, also he was don't being like tortured this- by Huck. I also don't like this because we thought, like, we were told in the show that Carrie's dad, like, left them. Yeah. So and to look, see him I'll being let you know if that father, happens. He could roll out. He did seem to be quite troubled. Uh, quite? Yeah. Incredibly. He was like, your mom did everything for you girls. And now I guess I have to step in. It's like, what? Well, he was like, I've always been a softie. When you would open your eyes, I'd love you. It's like, yeah. sir. <laughs> so, oh, and another thing that I thought not, was shocking. So I didn't care for the house. I didn't care for the dad. I didn't care for Dorit. Although, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was, I thought to it was see where Dorit is. And so, I am excited to see where she's going. I bet teen pregnancy. When she gave her the dress, I was touched. When she said, Mom always liked you in green. Chris. No, isn't that the dress she wears in the first movie? So then I was like... I thought it was too. We're seeing, like, the way we're... When it cut to her, at the end, out the window. (laughs) I got a thrill, like, people must have felt during the Avengers. Chris. Chris. I was like, I'm back, baby. This was one of the worst things I had ever seen. I thought it was quite a good pilot. Are you? Th- it established the it established characters. 
I you know. Look, do I know, I know any the of whole their show that just from the pilot? Right, that's what you want from a pilot. I feel like I have a sense of everyone's relationship, and I thought they did a brilliant job of not too much um, exposition. You know how in a pilot it'll always be like, "Hey, Sam, I haven't seen you since college, in which we were roommates." And we oh. had a falling out sophomore year. It's mm. like they've always... I felt we didn't get a lot of that. Mm. Only with Sebastian Kidd. Uh, when but they I thought said that was handled a, beautifully. When they said, he's a rich kid. Sebastian Kidd. He, well, no, he said that he's the new kid. And I thought, oh. well, then why not just make the new kid pun? They said, he's the new kid. Sebastian Kidd. <laughs> I was like, then just say he's the new kid. Sebastian. Yeah. Or Sebastian, the new kid. It's like... We didn't land our pun there. Then we landed a few later, and I was, I was like, Michael Patrick King, take notes. Who wrote this? Chris. It was brilliant. When he like looked at her and he was like, Carrie Bradshaw, and she goes, yours truly. No, I've never like, seen a meet oh, cute where they've already met. Like, you don't usually, like, oh. well, Sebastian and Sebastian? Carrie. Like, I was like, this they isn't a very. They met within the first three minutes of the I episode. I was like, this isn't a very, but their meet cute is like, they've already met. So it's like, that isn't a meet cute. But then I cut to them in the pool, and I thought, this is more chemistry than I've seen on that original series. When they were fooling around? Yeah, and they kissed. I was like, this is hotter than anything I saw between Carrie and Aiden. I think she's a great younger Carrie. Brilliant. <laughs> when she said later on, all that I've written Not here. Notes. Well, I need a briefcase? I thought, well, that's a great Carrie Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. And when she tied up her hair and started writing in that journal. Now, look, was I only half paying attention and drinking? Yeah. So did was I genuinely like, mm-hmm, 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 wow. So now she's starting the Carrie Diaries. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everything worked for me in this pilot. I love, the, I love her boss. Her bitchy boss is like, my husband... My ex-husband just told me I got to go pick up my son. Oh, yeah. When she talked about Madonna. She was yeah, like, the was girl like, that references a... Jesus. Yeah, I was like, this girl, This woman's a great character. What do you I think love... of the woman that she met out? She's like our fun Samantha gal. I'm you don't her. think it's inappropriate that she carries 15 and this is happening? No, I thought this is the 80s, baby. Let's have some fun. All right. I just felt like, oh, how fun that this... It felt to me like some a movie that would actually have been made in the 80s when we were less precious about age. When it was like... that doesn't this, exist here. That 13-year-old kid is definitely fucking a... Like, mannequin. Where it's like, these 12-year-old boys brought Kim Cattrall to life and want to fuck her. That movie wouldn't be made now. <laughs> Whereas I was like, oh, okay, yeah, in the 80s, they definitely would have made a movie in which a 15-year-old girl goes out and gets drunk with her elders... And, like, there are no consequences, really. Zero. And I thought and she that's... shows up and Dorit is missing. Dorit. Yeah, and Dorit. she was drunk. She showed up. And Carrie was like, are you drunk? And she's... I can't do this. That's why I thought you're giving... You, Anna Sophia Robb did a much... I think you're trying to make fun of her bad acting, but your acting is terrible. I'm not trying to make fun of her bad acting. She was she brilliant. Talked. Chris, please. I thought, given how poorly written everything that's happening in that house is, she acquitted herself quite well, including next to a grown man who is like a real actor. Now, I don't know how old she is, Anna Sophia Robb, in this. 
but I took her to be 15 and just I think yeah I think acting she's like much better than this adult man he was so creepy Chris I was getting such a creepy vibe I'm wondering if they write him out and we just like never see him again I honestly I hope like and we just like that to me felt like the one part of the pilot where it's like all right I don't know if we need to be hanging on to like um the dad or even like this grief about the mom I'm like well that's not the show to me. That's not my Carrie Diaries. I'm like, let's get the juxtaposition between Manhattan and high school. That yeah. seems fun to me. Like choosing well, between going to like the dance or I, Indochine. I will, I she was say, in that cap. I was like, wow. I, I was like, this is where the episode should end. And then, of course, it kept going for another 40 minutes. I was kind of gagged at the end when um, her friend met up with the cop. Didn't see that coming. No, of course, we had never met mile. that cop. Because I was shocked. Oh wait, had we met that cop at the house briefly? Maybe, maybe they layered that. I feel like they might have. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and I just wasn't paying attention. Think they might have. Because why were the cops there? Yeah, because the cops didn't even. But then she came home the next day, and they they weren't. They did nothing. Well, they weren't like gotta call the cops to like let them know everything's okay. It was just like yeah, but her friend like ran into his arms, and I was like, he was like, does your dad know where you are? Yeah, and then like we've got the gay boyfriend. That's great. Oh, yeah. I think they layered that a bit too much. Of course, we already knew he was gay the minute he was like, love my sweater, girl. <laughs> I know. And then and then at the club, when she was like, I don't know any gay people. And they were like, you do. <laughs> you do. They're like, um, and does then anyone in your life? pictures of Rob Lowe, which oh, was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, by the way, this show was effortlessly diverse in a way that, and just like that, wishes. I thought the same thing. I was just like, great. Okay, this is how you introduce diverse people into this world without us not not having them be tokens. What I didn't see Mouse like saying, like, as an Asian American. I was like, <laughs> did Shonda Rhimes write this? I will agree. I did think that. Also, there was a moment where um, Carrie does her scream. And she did a good job at like, oh, the I Sarah Jessica Parker was, scream. No, I didn't think she did a very good job there. I felt... Okay. Felt a little too Anna Sophia, not enough Sarah Jessica. Oh. But it felt like, you know what, maybe that was one of our first shooting days. Yeah, maybe she wasn't in character yet. But um, I thought Austin Butler was quite a compelling figure. I yeah. don't know, when they were in that pool splashing around, I was like, nice ass. Just have I fun did. in there. I did like when he walked up to the pool and she said, I thought you didn't swim. And he's like, I don't. And then he cannonballed. Yeah, I was like, this is a great... And then it cuts up to those two bimbos who are like... Donna 3 ain't gone like this. Yeah. I was like, I don't think she's going to, and that's going to be a great plot for us to follow. Mm -hmm. I just felt like, look what we're following. Mouse. Chris, you're going to hyperfixate on this show for about two days. Uh, By the way, there are only 30 episodes. I'll be finished on Sunday. (laughs) Please give us an update. I'm going to take this show down... Right quick. I have written down here, Mouse gave everything to a boy who changed his mind. We both oh. cried. I thought that was a beautiful scene. It was. It was. And I hope we meet that gentleman wherever he may be. Now, why does he live in a hotel? Like, why was she trying to reach him at a hotel? Oh, no, she was calling his college. dorm. Yeah. But when I lived at a dorm, I'm trying to remember, I think I had a phone number. I didn't call, like, a switch line. But I guess this is the 80s. I just got a push notification. Ryan it- Gosling has released a statement regarding the no nominations for Barbie. He should shut the fuck up. 
I thought it was um I thought it was interesting he gives her sunglasses cuz that's so not a piece of fashion that I associate that with Carrie Bradshaw. That was so weird. Like why wouldn't they just have it be a pair of shoes? I was very confused. Maybe they don't fit her yet. I feel like your feet are pretty fully grown at 15. <laughs> I guess you're right. I don't think your feet are growing much more after the age of 15. Except mine right now, which are swollen to the size of like little sausages. <laughs> I don't know. But like, I, I don't know. Chris, just, you loving this show is like so it surprising. It just felt really weird to me. Like, why would they choose sunglasses and not shoes? But I I'm did surprised. have to say, I thought it was really great to center. I don't know. I thought it was really interesting and fun to see sort of Carrie's love of fashion being fit within the 80s feels mm. so right. Like the fact that she's experimental and willing to try things in fashion and that she sort of came to fashion in the 80s feels appropriate. I thought, though, her making the bag was a little like, that's not how Carrie's creative. No. That didn't ring true. She's Carrie's not a, not a DIY stuff. girl. And she's not a designer. No. But, you know, we did have to, you know, go to Century 21 and meet our new friend. Oh, yeah. Who ended up being a thief. Yeah, I didn't love that. But I don't know. I thought she's a crazy girl. She's like a crazy girl. Like, maybe not a little not safe. I think she's going to get us into trouble by the end of the season. Uh, And I don't think she'll be joining us in season two. I would assume so. Or I hope she is. And I know we meet Samantha at some point. We do? Yeah. Like Season she's two. the first, she's like the first girl we meet. And had the show not been canceled, I think we would have slowly met all of them. Mm-hmm. And I'll let you know how she is because yeah, I hear please. she's great. Um, and I thought this was a brilliant line when she said simply, "I've lost my virginity to man." Hatton. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I thought Michael Patrick King. You ain't written nothing that good in a while. Great. <laughs> I've, I was like, that's a better joke, honestly, than some of the stuff we heard in season six. Florence of My Labia, for example. Better than anything from season two. I mean, Sex in the City, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just felt like if it was 30 minutes long, the only complaint I had is that it was too long. I did feel it, like it I was watched. so long. But it might have also been the commercials, which is why I'm willing to purchase it. Because I'm also certain it's going to cost me five, sec- five cents. I can't imagine this is going to cost me much. Let me know how much it is. It's got to be like, uh, let's be honest, it's probably not available to purchase. <laughs> it Although was on the CW.com for free. for free. But it did seem like every show was on there. The Carrie Diaries DVD. Buy season one for nineteen nineteen. Um, I'll be buying that later. How many episodes? 10 or 12? No, I love this. No, this is hilarious. Season one, episode one of The Carrie Diaries is simply called Pilot for Air. Now, what that means is that there was a pilot they shot that was not for air, and they did not remove for air before they put this (laughs) up. That's upsetting. What's going Um, on over there at CWHQ? Oh, 13. So there are only 26 episodes of this show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'll be done by Sunday. Okay. If every episode's as good as the first one, and I don't think it could be. I want you to take us on your journey. Let's see. Let's just read a synopsis of episode two. 
Desperate for some alone time with Sebastian, Carrie must lie to her father and bail on plans with her sister. Larissa wants to do a photo shoot with Carrie's person. I don't know who Larissa is. Larissa, her new friend who's the thief? That's the other thief. Okay. Wow, we're carrying that purse storyline? I didn't think we were following that. You thought we were going to drop it? But I do see Carrie eventually leaving that law firm and going to work at Interview. Yeah. I can see her, like, pretending to go there. Carrie snoops through Tom's work files and uncovers some alarming information about Sebastian's past. Who's Uh-oh. Tom? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we meet Tom? I'll let you know. Okay, let me know. I feel like they can't have intro- they cannot introduce one new character because there are one million there's characters. There's so on many, this yeah, show. there's a lot. And also you don't usually introduce a character named Mouse and not explain where it comes why from. Why their name is Mouse. And not once did they feel the need to explain that. Mm-mm. And I did think the gay guy was like eighteen different men in every scene. He yeah. Like every time he changed his clothing, I was like, That's a new character. Well, that's a new character. When he picked her up at the station, he, I didn't know who that was. I was like, are we introducing another new character before the end of this show? When is it going to be over? I didn't know who it was either. Wow. Effortlessly diverse, well, somewhat well-written. The father is terrifyingly creepy. <laughs> I hate, I, he made me so uncomfortable. Also, who has a school dance seemingly the first week of school? Yeah, it was like welcome back party. It was like new beginnings dance. I'm like, yeah, you've been in the school for one day. Yeah, and I thought there's Carrie. I loved the throwback to like the dad walking in slow motion, like Big did in the series. And then, do you, you think know, they thought that much about it? You know, I wouldn't have thought so, but when they pulled her out the window, I thought they are pulling from our visual. Me, they are pulling from our visual sort of world. Mm-hmm. But not like the actual plot that we know about Carrie. No, but I blame that on Candace Bushnell because this is based off of a book. So it seems oh, that we God. have to think that this is this is Carrie before the book Carrie, not Carrie before Sarah Jessica Parker Carrie. Got it. But we are borrowing from things visually from the original series like silhouettes and clothing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think like, I mean, clearly they not followed the um sort of mom's debt i don't know who raised carrie her mom i thought her mom i thought her dad left when she was little because she's like all i have is this photo of him but does she ever mention a mother never she never mentions her family yeah and i certainly don't ever remember her mentioning dorit uh, no we've never heard of dorit i don't remember before. dorit mm-hmm. coming the way mm-hmm. around no. the first wedding to big or at the funeral uh-uh <laughs> Would have loved to have seen. Maybe Dorit will join us in just like that season three. Maybe that would be a shock. Now, who would play Dorit? Carrie Mulligan. <laughs> yes, sir. She's got nothing better to do. Strange appearances in Maestro and Saltburn. Yeah. Which, thank God, got no Oscar nominations. Saltburn. Yes. Yeah. A lot of BAFTA nominations. <laughs> Best actor for Barry Keoghan. Very strange. Well, guys. Get excited. We won't be covering the Carrie Diaries promptly, but if you enjoyed this, I'll be giving recaps of it. Or let me be honest, I will be giving one recap because I will watch all of this show before the next time we reconvene. Mm -hmm. Because here's the other thing. It does not bear paying attention to, which is why I also loved it. Like, I didn't write an outline for this. 
And I yeah. won't be taking notes for any of the other episodes. I'm going to turn this show on. I will sleep through episodes, wake up, and just try to piece together things. It is going to wash over me like a real whore's bath. And I'm excited for you. Like, and... I can't... Hmm. What? Now, I am seeing this. She seems to date quite a lot, because Carrie's and she's dating George. Who the fuck is Donna? Donna's the mean girl. And did you know her last name is LaDonna? Oh, my God. Donna LaDonna? <laughs> I hate this show. well guys that's the carrie diaries and that is officially the end i guess not really officially the end of our the original premise of this podcast Mm -hmm. until and just like that returns we'll be back in the near future with some rebranding a whole new adventure that we hope you guys will appreciate and enjoy we'll probably announce it before we come back mm-hmm. and um i'm very excited about where we're going oh me too it's because be i've been avoiding where we're going and i really yeah. want to go where we're going i know me too i've been avoiding it because i keep wanting to go and in. i want to get the fuck in there like so bad almost as bad as i want to get back into the carry diaries as soon as we hit hang up oh god almost please. as bad as i want to go back to scotland and get my castle oh Come Thursday night, 9 p.m., I'm promptly going to be watching. Never have I been. Never has there been more appointment, appointment television, television. <laughs> than hitting Peacock at 9 p.m. for the traders. Mm-hmm. They got there us. They, they got PM. us. They got us I good. woke up and was like, if they fucking think I'm staying up till 9 p.m. to watch this shit show, they've lost their 8.59. Cue it up. Refresh, refresh. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> it's great. Where's Phaedra and the gang? Oh. <sighs> I can sue. Poverty. I can sue. Poverty. That bitch. Oh, she makes me so ill. Her and Larissa. Wait. What's her name? Janelle. Janelle. Although, hmm, now I do have to somewhat give Janelle her props. Because a little podcast did come across my desk in which Tamara and Janelle are recapping the traders. And I thought Janelle came off quite charming in that podcast. Of course. <laughs> but of on course. the show, she comes off like a little well, she's a Yeah, she's, you know, got to get in there. And you know who's a real little rat is Tamara. Like, at the end of the day. Oh, Tamrat. You know, we're all like, I love Tamara. And it's like, she's literally one of the worst human beings we've ever seen on television. Mm-hmm. I love her. And I love Anna Sophia. Where is she? Is she a fashion girly, an influencer? No. Is she around? I don't think so. Wow. Mm-hmm. And we have to remember for this bonus episode one thing I'd like to talk about this week, which is Brandy Glanville's face. Oh, we'll talk about it. Because I, my, inst- my yep. YouTube gave me a little video of her and Kristen Takeman this morning. Mm-hmm. And I watched 38 minutes of her, and I couldn't... What is going on? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have to do some more research before I'm ready to come to terms with what I saw. It's a lot to take in. I, I'm honestly just... I don't have words yet. I It was so much. And I was like, is it her? Is it not? She sort of looked like Voldemort. Like waxy. Oh, it's... She's a melted candle. Of yeah, a woman. like she didn't seem. It was like a filter was over her, like the scream yeah. face. Yeah, it was bad. She did look like ghost face, actually. Just sort of ghost like, face. Yeah, it's her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I it's guess really I said it didn't bear back, to talk about. But when I you go back and look at old photos of her when she was young, or even when she was just on Housewives, like she was so beautiful. Well, it also wasn't like, easy really to look sad. at her next to Kristen Takeman, who is the most beautiful human being on oh, planet Earth. It's, it's crazy. Those eyes, I get lost in them. Oh, okay, Chris. Okay. <laughs> Much like Anna Sophia Rob. <laughs> All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed this unhinged episode about the Oscars and the Carrie Diaries. Again, we're going on a little bit of a break, but if you want to continue to listen, join us over on Patreon. We'll be talking about the traders. I'll be chatting about the Carrie Diaries. Sam will be catching us up maybe on Survivor Micronesia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're still on that journey or if you get on. No, I'm on it. Yeah, and um I was thinking recently of dropping back into um the hell were those people's names we were obsessed with for a while they lived in like the woods in the gully the plathfuls yeah 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 i was like <laughs> what's going on with them oh god yeah yeah but maybe i'll just ask grace what's going on with them and just get her to tell me rather She'll than tell waste you. like hours of my day yeah all right guys thank you so much for listening thank you for your support we'll be back very soon with our exciting next chapter which feels crazy wow we mm-hmm. did it we did it we did it should we just stop Nope. Nope, we shouldn't. All right, bye. Bye.